0: Hey, FPO family, welcome to another episode of our Midweek Meditation. Uh, Today, James Hurt and I are going to be looking at a passage that we actually read last week uh, from Proverbs chapter 30, if you've been following along with us. Uh, Proverbs 30 uh, is a a beautiful passage, as most of the the Proverbs are, just these sayings of wisdom. But in verses 7 to 9, we get, in a sense, uh, a prayer that the writer of this proverb gives to us. And as James and I were reading and discussing, it's just such a uh, a, a poignant and relevant prayer uh, for all of us, especially in the context in which we live. And so I'm going to read Proverbs chapter 30, verses 7 to 9 for us, and we're going to dive in. The writer says this, Two things I ask of you, he's praying to the Lord, Deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be fool and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. James, we know that uh, the Proverbs often, they speak to specific issues. They, they don't speak holistically about everything. Uh, you know These aren't the only two things that we should pray for. Uh, but what we do see uh, is that uh, these are things that, as God's people, we ought to be thinking about. We ought to be seeking the Lord about. And it's just interesting to me that uh, the writer of this proverb says, There's two things I've asked of God. And I begged him to not withhold them from me before I die. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like he's desperate for these two things. And so you're almost you read that and you're like, wow, I wonder what he's going to ask for. You know, he's desperate for these two things. Oh, Lord, do not deny me. And he says, first, remove far from me falsehood and lying. And you're like, oh, wow, okay. You know, that's, I, a yeah, that's a good goal. That's uh, a good goal. I don't want to be a liar. I want to live in light of the truth. You know, And we even see that connection to God's word throughout Psalm 30. But then, then in uh, in the middle of verse 6, or verse 8 rather, through verse 9, he says, Give me neither poverty nor riches. Mm-hmm. So the second thing that he is pleading of the Lord And he's begging God not to refuse him is this, don't make me rich and don't make me poor. And then he kind of begins to fill that out. Feed me with the food that is needful for me. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, he's saying, Lord, I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be poor. I want to be somewhere in that happy medium where I have what I need. I have what I need. And so as you were reflecting on this this week and thinking through it, what were some of the things that the Lord was doing in your heart?
1: Yeah, I got a lot of mileage out of this proverb. (laughs) So my morning rhythm, I like to do the FBO Bible reading plan in the mornings with my coffee. And I usually start with the Proverbs or the Psalms as kind of like a a prayer to wake up my mind and my heart, Mm. move to the New Testament, and then I check the time. I pray over kind of what I've learned out of the New Testament. And then if I've got the time, I'll go hit the Old Testament and just read it. Just to read it. Yeah, I was reading Proverbs 30 and just stopped. I I did not read the Matthew or the Old Testament passage on that day because this one just Mm. hit me. As I was just praying through even some of the things that I've been working through in my own life and just realizing like, okay, you know what? I think my desires are off. Because especially in light of what's happening in our world, and I see what poverty really looks like in a little bit more clear sense in this pandemic, I kind of realized, okay, I'm praying, give me neither poverty nor riches, but maybe what my heart is praying behind my words is, yeah, but actually I still kind of want riches. Like, (laughs) don't give me poverty nor riches, but maybe what's needful for me is a really comfortable life. Mm. And instead, we see that the... The writer here is saying there's warnings on both sides. Yes. There is a danger in being poor because we do have physical needs that we have to provide for. But then the unexpected thing, at least for myself and probably for our culture, is there are great dangers that being rich. Mm. And we ought to pray not to be rich and not to be poor. And that just struck me really powerfully. And I had to take some time to think and pray about that. Sure. What about for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, I, th- I think one of the things that we've got to admit is that uh, most likely everybody that's listening to us and joining in um, doesn't understand the experience of poverty. It does carry with it its own temptations, its own temptations to sin, um, we end up doing things that we wouldn't normally do when we're in desperate need. Many of us don't know what it's like to feel desperate mm-hmm. physical need that would lead to what he's talking about, of stealing and therefore profaning God's name. Yeah. I think all of us on one level have to admit that riches is either our experience or it's <laughs> the veer of our heart, as you've said. Mm-hmm. As I look at this, I rarely pray for poverty. Uh, I'm often find myself daydreaming or thinking if we just had a little bit more money we could do this we could do that wouldn't have to worry about this wouldn't have to worry about that it'd be nice we could get a bigger nicer house i could buy my wife a newer car i could get that pair of shoes i wanted mm-hmm. you know on and on and on so i think we've got to admit that we veer in our culture uh you know in 21st century western america towards the side of riches and yeah. we, we have to admit the um, the radical danger that the Bible and that Jesus place upon riches. I mean, we've got to say as well, riches in and of themselves are not moral. <laughs> They're not sinful. Uh, having riches doesn't make you uh, a sinner. But Jesus says uh, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that riches really can be a snare. Uh, what what I find so interesting is that he he encapsulates so uh, fully in a in a in a single line mm-hmm. what riches do. Lest I be full and deny you yeah. and say, Who is the Lord? Mm. And so he he gets it. He says, I don't want to be rich. Here's why. Because when I'm rich, and maybe a better uh, you know, uh, the Josh and James version of Psalm 30 would say, not lest I be full, but lest I be financially secure mm. and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And I think even that word, that phrase, financial security is one that in our culture is so uh, so common, you know, like you're you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as a man, as a husband, or as a you know, whatever. If you're not Moving towards financial security. Nothing wrong with financial security. But I think part of what this guy's saying is that, <laughs> Lord, give me neither poverty nor financial security, lest I have it, and deny you yeah. and say, who is the Lord? Riches so easily take the throne of our hearts and function as our gods. We look to them uh, to give us what we need rather than you know what we see Jesus praying in the Lord's Prayer and teaching us to pray, Lord, our Father in heaven, give me this day our daily bread.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the Proverbs being the book of wisdom mm-hmm. in the Bible, one of them at least, it is teaching us a lot Throughout the book of Proverbs, I mean, this is chapter 30, there have been lots of things about financial wisdom and taking care and and not being unprepared for the things that come in life. That's right. And then it comes around and it just kind of shakes us up and says, hey, by the way, you also need to know this too. I think even as I'm thinking about give me neither poverty nor riches and the warnings that are here, it's almost as if the real root of the problem is the the kind of pride that can come from being rich or from being poor. Mm-hmm. Because pro- we're all prideful. We are all fighting pride. And it's really to identify what he's saying with the rich. Like, yeah, if I'm full and I'm denying the Lord and saying, who is the Lord? It's because I have so much money and I've accomplished this. Mm-hmm. I have gotten all of these Yeah, I don't, I don't need the Lord at that point. Yeah. But then on the other hand, if we are poor and steal and profane the name of God, that's taking matters into our own hands and saying, no, he's not going to provide. I have to provide in wrong ways by stealing. Mm. That's a pride too. And instead it seems that the proverb, the author of the Proverbs here wants to say, hey, I want to be in humble reliance. Mm. Give me only what I need. And if that's not as much as I want, and if that puts a little bit of strain on me, well, I'm asking that you give me what I need, mm. and that must be what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even as you were talking there, um, I feel like we could just probably spend the next ten minutes quoting verses in the Bible, <laughs> uh, which which may be worth our time. Um, but I was thinking about First Timothy chapter six, where Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says, "There's great gain." In godliness with contentment. Mm. For we brought nothing into the world. We can't take anything out of the world. And then he says this, but if we have food and clothing with these, we'll be content. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's just kind of that idea of if I have Mm -hmm. my needs provided for, I'll be content. And I don't know about you. Uh, I see that. I'm like, yeah, that's probably all that we need. But I'm like, but there's so many other things that I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, What about this? What about that? And just this idea that there's great gain in a godliness that comes with contentment with right where the Lord has us. Yeah. Um, and so just, just that idea that uh, that contentment piece so often is what's lacking when we desire riches. We're discontent. With where we are. We're discontent with what the Lord has given to us. We we're comparing ourselves to others. We say, Well, they have this, they have that. Look how good they look. Look how much fun they're having, not knowing that their house is probably burning down just like ours is. And we're discontent with our own lot. The Lord has given us our daily bread, and we're like, No, but I didn't actually want bread. I wanted a sandwich. (laughs) You know, and the Lord's like, No, 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 I gave you your daily bread. I've given you the food and the clothing that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so often we're discontent with
1: that. Yeah. I I think it challenges me to be content with less mm. and to live within my means and to be generous with what the Lord has given it. and to live in such a way for myself that I can give as I've been given to. Mm-hmm. I, that's the call of Christ as well. I, at uh, my last church, I was sitting in a Presbyterian meeting and... Uh, this I just remember the story of this uh, this old minister and he had been in ministry for probably 60 years and his church just in the location and the way just demographics were moving in the Charlotte area his church was getting older and getting smaller and his salary just had to get cut and so he is talking with all these other men all these other ministers in the presbytery and they say hey, I mean, are you okay? We know that this has been a challenge. We know you're having to have less right now. And this minister who'd been doing it for probably 50 years just said, yeah, I'm going to live on what the Lord gives me. Mm. And that's going to be enough. Yes. And that, I think that is the heart of what this proverb was saying. That's someone who has lived it. That's someone who has understood that God provides richly and abundantly and often in ways that we don't expect or think. Yes. And his provision is good enough mm. and it's a blessing.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We, we could go on and on uh, just with promises uh, from scripture and all of that, but just, I think that's a good way to wrap up today just to remember the promise that God has given us everything we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not be all we want. Uh, tomorrow we may have more. Tomorrow we may have less. But God has richly provided for us. All of his promises to us have been good. He's taking care of us as a good father. So whatever our lot is currently, we can be content. And we can pray, Lord, uh, don't make me rich. There's a lot of dangers with that. But but also, don't, don't make me poor. There's dangers with that too. Mm-hmm. Feed me with the food that is my portion. Give me today... Uh, what I need. And so we pray that wherever you are uh, today listening to this, that you would remember uh, that God has richly provided for you and that that would breed such a deep contentment in you that that would overflow even into generosity and giving away of your life and your time uh, and your resources for the sake of others. We love you guys. Look forward to being together next time.